You're listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. The goal of this podcast is to help business owners be successful and gain the advantage. Nancy has helped some of today's top Fortune 500 companies across a wide spectrum of industries work through their toughest challenges. She can help you too. So if you can't find the solutions you need, there are no more books to read or workshops to attend. The Nancy Gaines Show can be the difference between your success and failure. And now your host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, this is Nancy Gaines, and welcome to the Nancy Gaines Show, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business and be even more productive. So the focus of today's podcast is all about planning for your taxes so you don't get any surprises when you file them. And I'm super excited to have a very special guest with me, Craig Cody. Let me tell you all about him. He spent 17 years with the New York City Police Department, before pursuing his interest in the financial industry and joining an international CPA firm. While he's no longer chasing perps down the streets of New York City, he still maintains the same type of rush and dedication to saving clients thousands of dollars in taxes and seeing the look of delight on their faces. He finds ways to legally reduce tax liabilities for his clients so they can keep more of what they earn in their own pocket. Welcome, Craig. Thanks for sharing part of your day. What else would you like to add to that introduction? Oh, well, thank you very much for having me. Um, I guess just uh, we basically help clients keep more of what they make. That's what it's all about. And you do that through planning, right, versus just filling out the right yes. form to get to the IRS? Correct. What, what we specialize in and is really the backbone of everything we do is called proactive tax planning, where most accountants are very good at what they do, but what they do is put the right numbers in the right box, and they're reactive. Excuse me. We look at things differently, and um, we try and help our clients plan to keep more of what they make. That is awesome. So a lot of our listeners are small business owners. What are some of the most common overlooked deductions that you see that, peop- that if you don't plan for by December 31st, you're kind of stuck until the next year? Well, I mean, probably the biggest mistake we see people make is they fail to plan, um, which is basically they look forward to in March or April sitting down with their accountant and going over everything they've done. So that's the biggest mistakes, uh, mistake. After that, I would say, Having the wrong entity choice, um, there's a number of different entities. Um, as you know, there's LLCs, corporations, S-corporations, uh, sole proprietorships. Um, taking the time to communicate with the attorney before you actually form that entity um, can usually pay big dividends and tax savings. So I would say failing to plan and wrong entity choice are big mistakes. Yeah, I see that a lot. People just go into business as a sole proprietor and they miss a lot of opportunities to keep more of what they make, as you call it, right? Yes, that definitely, um, you know, there are benefits to different entities um, and there are drawbacks to different entities. You have to see which one is really going to help you maximize what you can do. Excellent. And that, that's why we like to be brought in in the beginning if we can. If we're not brought in the beginning, we can always, there's things we can do after the fact um, on the planning side to make things work. So you have an amazing book. Is a lot of this in the book? A lot of it is in the book. I, um, my first book was an Amazon bestseller, which was uh, Secrets of a Tax-Free Life, which I co-authored with about nine other individuals. Um, my second book is the 
10 most expensive tax mistakes that cost business owners thousands. And that talks about um, the expensive mistakes that business owners make. And actually, that book will be available um, to your listeners for free. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you. That's a real generous offer. Where can they find that? Um, on your show notes uh, will be a link, and also they can go to craigcodyandcompany.com forward slash Nancy Gaines, and they can fill out a link there, and we will send them a book. That is really cool. So listeners, go to that link for sure. Do you want to repeat it one more time? Yes, it's craigcodyandcompany.com forward slash Nancy Gaines. And they spell out and, A-N-D? Yes. Awesome. So just to give them a little taste, a little tease of what's in that book, can you tell us one of those ten? Okay. Um, well, one of the ten is is the correct entity choice. Right. Um, let's see. What another, another one is um, uh, choosing the right pension plan based on what type of entity you are. Sometimes you're not making a lot of money and you may be a certain entity and if you were classified as a different entity or had a different type of pension plan, you could put a lot more money away. Um, employing your kids. You know, the, there's actually case law that says you can employ kids as little as seven years old in your business. Um, we typically don't um, employ kids unless they're about 11 or 12 years old. But that's a great way to pay for whether a camp, hockey camp, private high school. Um, the kids work for you. You document it. You pay them. If you do it the right way, you're not going to pay uh, Social Security and Medicare tax. You put the money into their bank account, and then you pay the school tuition or the hockey camp or the summer camp out of their account, and you basically um, get a tax deduction for your kid's school camp on a roundabout way, and it's perfectly legitimate. Wow. Yeah, so listeners, that definitely sounds like those were some powerful ideas just in the few minutes that we heard them. So make sure you get that book because that sounds like it could really make a big difference. Can it, do you think if they get it now, they can save on their taxes for this year or just the retirement um, stuff? Just the retirement stuff. Um, but there's no, no better time to start than today for 2017 <clears throat> because we found um, if people put things off, next thing you know, it's January next year and it's too late. Totally makes sense. So I bet you get this question all the time, but we are all curious. How did you make the switch from cop to taxes? <laughs> um, well, I, I definitely get the same adrenaline rush when I sit down with somebody and I save them thirty, forty thousand dollars a year in taxes. That's very exciting. Um, but when I first um, went to college, I was an economics major. I was going to work on Wall Street. Uh, my dad was a police officer. Um, so I guess it was in my uh, blood that I decided to change and become a police officer. My son is actually a third-generation New York City police officer. So um, my wife always says it's in the blood. And um, I was lucky I enjoyed what I did the first time around, and I really enjoyed what I'm doing the second time around. It's, it's just it's exciting in a different way. So did you make the change before or after September 11th? I was lucky that um, I made the change just about a year before September 11th. Yeah, that was and, smart because um, that would be yeah. – I could see how that could yes. change. We've had a couple of people on our podcast who actually were in New York City or in New Jersey seeing that happened, and it was a huge change and what sparked a different direction. So yes, I could see uh, – I'm could see. Uh, i glad you got out before that is all. Right. And 
sadly, people are still dying. Unfortunately, uh, an old friend of mine passed away yesterday as a result of a 9-11, you know, cancer. So um, it's still 15, 16 years old. It's still hurting people. So yeah, I'm I was lucky to hear that. and I'm thankful that I'm lucky. For sure. So one of the things you said that you learned while being a policeman was to make friends. Tell us what that means and how do we apply that in our business? Well, in, in, in those days, making friends wasn't, you know, the, as, you know, having a conversation maybe with somebody, but it could have just been, you know, letting the, the person cross in front of the police car when even though you had the green light. Um, saying hello to people, being nice, being, you know, and most of the people, I would say the far majority of people um, did that job because they liked dealing with people. But it was always good to go out there and make friends, not enemies. Uh, And it's the same when it comes to running a business. You know, even when you make a mistake, you know, own up to your mistake, fix it, um, and go over and above what you need to do to to fix it. Um, Whether it's networking make friends. Um, it's all about the people. It's all about the connections. It's not so much about, you know, what's in your, at the end of your life, it's really about the things you do. So I always tell people, you know, make friends, you know, don't make enemies, make friends. <laughs> That's a good advice. So when you're talking, do you actually sit down with people to save the money or is most of yours through the phone? How do you connect we, we with do people? It, we do face-to-face meetings. We do, um, WebEx and Zoom meetings. Um, we have clients. It's, I'm in, in New York. I'm about uh, 20 miles uh, outside of Manhattan, which is probably on a good day, an hour ride. So um, if they're fairly local, we meet with them you know, face-to-face. If they're not local, we do a WebEx or, or a, um, a Zoom meeting. We have clients in as far away as Oregon. And the Internet's a great thing, and basically clients will, or potential clients will send us their tax returns. We'll do a free, an- <coughs> excuse me, we'll do a free analysis, and we'll see what kind of savings we could create for them. So you're all about planning, as we kind of talked about in the beginning of it. Do you have um, like a template people can use? Because I, a lot of people are a little afraid of numbers, I found. And they don't even want well, to look at their numbers? Like, do you make it easy for them? Well, yes, we make it easy because we do it for them. Um, it's not, like I said, it, every situation is different based on an individual person's circumstances. So whereas a template really would not work. Um, but the, the whole idea I always tell people is your job is to make money doing what you do. Let us, you know, figure out the ways that you could save the money. Um, and then we sit down and we go over it and we help them implement it. Awesome. So tell people a little bit about your company. Well, we, we are located, um, like I said, about 20 miles outside of um, New York City, or Manhattan, I should say, uh, in a town called Manhasset, New York, which is on the north shore of Nassau County. Um, I just hired my 10th employee last Monday. Oh, congratulations. Yes, I have a great team. There are three other CPAs as part of my team. And um, we basically, everything revolves around tax planning, and then we do your typical accounting and tax work for business clients. We have a little bit of a niche in international clients that come to do business in New York. And then we also do uh, outsourced CFO services for more mature companies. Perfect. Before I ask you a little bit more about that, 
I would love to hear when you knew it was time to scale because we've got people that are kind of on the edge of do I hire help or do I not hire help, not just for taxes, but in general. How did you make, I mean, 10 employees is a lot. How did you know when yes. it's time to bring somebody on? Um, if you want to grow and you want to have a life, you need to bring people on. You know, you need to spend, you know, a little bit more time working on your business. You need to pay people what they really need to be paid. Um, uh, I'm, I believe in the old adage, you get what you pay for. Um, but we got to a point where we were, you know, we were getting a lot of requests from people to do business with us. And so, you know, we hired the first person was a part-time person. And then the second person was a part-time person. And then those accounts quickly fill up and then you need more and more and more. Um, so it, it's always an expense. It's, I should say it's always a scary situation because you, you never want to have to hire somebody and then business is down and have to let somebody go because, you know, people have families and lives. But you have to take that risk, but it should be a calculated risk. Absolutely. Well, congratulations on that. And how did you know, how did you keep the culture the way you wanted the culture to be? Because I'm sure you had a vision for the company when you started it. How do you keep that instilled with everybody? Hiring the right people, I believe, it plays a big part of it. Uh, we are a very family-centric um, office. So, um, you know, family is very important to everybody that's here and um, kids and sick kids and so on. And it's kind of like a, a give and take, whereas, you know, you, you give people the flexibility to take care of their family when they need to take care of their family. They're also going to work when you need to, them to work for you and do the things that they need to do, you know, over and above, I think, what the typical person may do. So um, we also have lunch pretty much... Every day I'm in the office, we have lunch together. Well, that's cool. You bring it in or yeah. everyone brings their own lunch yeah. and you just sit no, together? No, I, I, br I bring it in. I bring Every it in. day? Um, pr I'm probably in the office three to four days a week, and yes, I, I bring it in, yeah. Wow. It's part of the culture, and it makes a big difference, I think. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I know I, <laughs> hate, I hated packing my lunch. I'm like, what do I actually – you have to decide what you want to have before you're even hungry. So that's a right. really nice – that's awesome. Good for you. Well, let me ask my signature question that I ask everybody on the podcast. If you had one more hour in your day, so 25 hours every day, how would you spend that extra hour? Well, if I could take that and go back in time, I would say uh, that would be to spend more time with my dad who passed away last March. Um, you know, when people are gone, you realize, wow, you know, Maybe I didn't spend as much time or how much I miss them and so on. So if, if I could go back in time, I would spend more time with them. Um, if I had another hour today, I would spend you know, that time with my family. I'm lucky my wife is actually my um, office administrator, so we're together every day, which is not always easy. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, just uh, to me, it's all about family and spending time with my family. So that's how I would spend that time. That's a great answer. Well, we talked about your book. We talked about how people can reach your company if they're looking for some planning. What else would you like to add that we didn't cover today? Um, just communicating with your professional is really important. If you're communicating that with them um, in February, March, and April of the following year, um, they're definitely not going to be able to do a lot for you. 
So it's important that you communicate with them throughout the year. Um, if they're the right professional and you communicate with them throughout the year, they're going to give you um, much more valuable service than just going to them to put the right numbers in the right boxes. So help them help you is what you're saying, right? A little Jerry Maguire? Well said. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking time to be on the show today. It's been fun. Lots of new information. Perfect timing right before tax season. Listeners, my new report on the top five systems that create massive productivity in your business is available on my website. Go to nancygaines.com to download today. And if you loved our show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes so other people can find us. And until next time, go out and gain the advantage. You've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show, where you can gain the advantage. To schedule a VIP strategy day or speed consulting session with Nancy, connect with her on her website, nancygaines.com. That's nancy, G-A-I-N-E-S, dot com. On Twitter, Nancy L. Gaines. And on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.